With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wasn't trying to drink away my pain. Didn't need the rounds to forget your name. You say I was holding on, but all that I was holding was a glass. And I'm paying for it now. The room just keeps on spinning, hands are shaking. And that's a bit of a brand new song from my guest, Mallory Johnson. It's called Hungover, and it's part of her digital 45 called Double Shot. Uh, two songs, an A-side and a B-side. It's a great concept. We'll talk to her about that. Of course, we'll play the B-side as well here on the show and Hungover in its entirety. Mallory is originally from Newfoundland. She's now calling Nashville home, and we'll catch up on all her latest news and, of course, hear all about these exciting brand new songs. Welcome to the show, Mallory. Thank you so much for having me, Dave. This is super fun. We haven't had a chat in a while, so I'm looking forward to this. I know. It has been uh, long overdue, so I'm glad we're here and for a very good reason with these two songs. Uh, Let's start off with um, the excitement behind these two songs. One of them, I know, Hungover, has already received an honorable mention in a songwriting competition. Yeah, that was kind of a really cool surprise, to be honest. Uh, myself and my roommate, uh, she was a co-writer on the song, and we submitted separately, actually, we submitted the demo for this song to the 19th annual NSAI songwriting competition. So that happened last year. And yeah, we uh, we got word back that we were one of the, the top um, honorable mentions for, for the contest. So there was like a top 10 um, like winners, and then just below that were the honorable mentions, which was amazing because I mean thousands of submissions yeah. go into this thing. So exactly, yeah, it was really it was really cool to to get validation. I guess you could say that these were these were good songs because you you never know you never know people's opinion. Um, you're never going to be everyone's cup of tea, but it was really nice to kind of get that validation from the songwriting community. So it was cool. Exactly. As you say, thousands of entries uh, to be narrowed Mm. down and get an honorable mention is a great thing. And as you said, it's validation because I know as an artist and a songwriter that uh, you're always looking for, maybe not, you know, desperately looking for validation, but you Mm -hmm. want to know that what you're putting out is good. And obviously you want to know that people are liking it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, first and foremost, you have to believe in what you do. And I love these songs and I love the production and I believe in them. But it's always nice to kind of, you know, get the feedback from your peers and your fans and people you respect in the industry, um, whether that's other musicians or or radio or or whatever the case may be. So it's really nice to, to, you know, to to get that positive feedback for sure. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about the great marketing concept behind calling it a digital 45. That's the first time I've heard this. So it might be a very first, an A side and a B side. It's just a cool concept. 
Yeah, tell me yeah, about this. Yeah. I mean, these days it's all about marketing. That's a big part of it. Right. Yeah, so we had a lot of fun with the whole branding and marketing behind this thing. And I actually didn't know about a Digital 45 either um, until my management brought, brought it up. And then I had done a little bit of research, and I found out that you know Apple Music and um, some other uh, streaming platforms have been doing this um, the last few years. Um, but yeah, so basically it came down to I had a bunch of songs that I wanted to record that I were passionate about. And I couldn't make up my mind which song I wanted to release <laughs> first. So one of the guys on my management team, Ryan, he, I was having a conversation and with them about it and not knowing which song because I wanted everyone's input about it. And he said, well, why don't you release both of them and we could do a digital 45. So you have the A side and B side, you know, similar to years ago when they would release a 45 on vinyl and you would have the A single mm-hmm. and you'd have the B single. So that's obviously yep. the same kind of concept. So I jumped on board with that right away. And of course, these two songs um, that I think are some of my better songs that I've written to date, they pair so nicely together because, of course, one's called Hungover and the other is called Drunk Mind Sober Heart. So <laughs> the branding is kind of ties it all together. And yeah, they just kind of seem to be a cool package to release out into the world. So I'm really happy we kind of went that route and, you know, people could kind of see two different sides of me as well. There's this fun song and then there's this super vulnerable, um, heartbreaking song mm. that's super stripped down. So, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, absolutely. These are two great songs and the uh, title alone, Drunk Mind, Sober Heart, is very poetic mm-hmm. and beautiful. Is that an expression uh, I haven't heard it before. Is this something that you came up with for the song? You know what? I think it's an expression because honestly, I it was St. Patty's Day two years ago and myself and my roommate, Kristen Bellows, and another dear friend yep. of mine that you probably know, Tennille Arts, um, three of us yes. were having a few drinks and celebrating St. Patrick's Day in my apartment <laughs> and... Yeah, oh, it was it was a party. I mean, I'm from Newfoundland, so we definitely celebrate St. Patty's Day. So <laughs> it, it was a big party, and we had the music going, and it was just three of us just dancing and drinking margaritas. And um, I think it was, awesome. you know, the wee hours of the morning, so it was maybe like 1 a.m., and Tennille was cutting up some limes to, to make some new margaritas for us. And one of us got a message from an ex-boyfriend. I don't, honestly, I don't remember who it was. It could have been Kristen, could have been myself, could have been Tanil. I don't know who it was. And <laughs> so one of us totally got a late forgotten, message. Totally forgotten, right? Totally forgotten. Right. Um, even if I did remember, I probably wouldn't say because I don't want to embarrass anybody. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so one of us got a message and um, it was an ex-boyfriend. And of course, we're all guilty of that when, when we have too much alcohol we tend to be vulnerable and say things we shouldn't say or say the truth sometimes as well. Yep. So this is a late night message um, from a guy who had been missing and just basically blabbering all their feelings out. And it was Tennille who said that phrase, yeah, a drunk mind speaks a sober heart. And she had said it very wow. matter, matter of fact, like it was a common saying. And, and so me and, Kristen both looked at each other and Tennille had her back turned. She was cutting up lines and we looked at each other and we said, has that song been written yet? Like, is that a song? And so of course we all got on our phones and all got on our laptops and we're Googling this hook to see if some <laughs> other artists had, had taken it and we couldn't really find anything. So 
we sat down right at that moment at one o'clock in the morning and we wrote this heartbreaking song. And I'm really happy we made a work tape because, you know, at the time it was, you know, you don't know if you're going to remember the next day. We had a lot of margaritas on St. Patty's Day. You never know, right? So, <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this 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 spur of the moment writing session that wasn't planned uh, turned into be one of my favorite songs that I've I've written to date. So it's really special. Isn't that incredible? So unexpected, mm-hmm. no writing session planned. It just broke yeah. out over that text from an ex from text from an ex. There's a line. Uh, yeah, there you go. Amazing, and a song. <laughs> yeah, text from an ex. Um, and a song came out of it, and it's just incredible where a song can come from and how unexpected it can be at times. Yeah, yeah, it's due. That, that's what's so cool about songwriting. And I think songwriters kind of are hardwired that way, where they're always kind of getting inspiration from anything and everything. So there's so hmm. many times where I'd be in conversation, and then there'd be a songwriter in the room. They'd be like, oh, write that down, that's a song. Or write, down, write that down, that's exactly. a song. Um, we just, our brains are like that. We're always, you know, it's also the same kind of people who you say a word and then someone just breaks out into song with that word and that song. So it's, it's definitely, uh, it's a, it's a common thing, but it's, it's really cool when something like that happens for sure. Uh, before we get to the first song we're going to play, Mallory, mm-hmm. let's talk about your journey from Newfoundland to Nashville as far as yeah. uh, just how it's going. You, you made the big move and take us back to how long it's been and how it's going in Music City. Yeah, I mean, I guess my the door kind of opened, um, I think it was about four years ago now, four or five years ago, uh, when Sammy Kershaw took a chance on me. Um, I did this local contest in downtown St. John's, Newfoundland, and one of the, the judges of the show, he was Facebook friends with Sammy and, and sent him my music, and uh, Sammy was really excited about it, so he wanted to produce an album. So that was kind of my door open to Nashville, and... In that process, I did move to Toronto for a year, um, and I loved every bit of that. I love Toronto. It's a beautiful, vibrant city and super creative. And mm-hmm. but while I was while I was there, I was you know working on my my artist visa to get down to Nashville because that's where my team is. And and you know it's kind of one of those things where you know what if like what would it be like to live in Music City? So that was always a dream of mine. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, made it happen and moved down, and I've been down here for a couple years, and I got to say I'm loving it. It's everything it's cracked up to be. It's a super, um, you know, creative city, and it's very inspiring to be around musicians and artists and writers all the time. I co-write more than ever, and yeah, it's it's super fun. It's If you haven't been, you got to come, so I just love it. And of course, your your great friend and fellow artist Kristen Bellows is there with you, as you said, a roommate. And the two of you are basically yeah. taking on Nashville and uh, working mm-hmm. on your career. So it's got and it's great to have, and as you mentioned, to Neil Arts as well, to have those bonds and friendships. You're all going through the same thing. Oh, 100 um, percent. I have some of my closest friends down here now. Of course, Twin Kennedy and another couple girls I've become really close with. Mm-hmm. Um, Callie McCullough. There's just a whole bunch of us down here, and it's it's really cool, like you said, to be going through the similar things and similar paths, and we can kind of lean on each other and ask each other advice and celebrate with each other. It's it's really special. I got to say, we have a, a tight knit group of friends down here, and um, yeah, it's it's wonderful. It's really cool to see everybody, you know, um, you know, have these successes and be able to celebrate that with, mm-hmm. with each other. So. 
Let's turn to uh, the A side of the digital 45. This one is called Hungover. As we mentioned, uh, the NSAI gave it an honorable mention, uh, which is a great thing. Tell me about the song Hungover. Well, it was definitely inspired (laughs) by true events, you could say. Um, So this is also kind of an accident how this song came to be. So one night, myself and and Neil and Kristen and a few other gals went to a restaurant opening in downtown Nashville. And there was two-for-one margaritas at this opening. And we ended up striking up conversation with the owner of the restaurant. So he was very generous in his tequila. So we definitely drank too much and we're not feeling so good the next day. And unfortunately, well, fortunately, I guess now, obviously, because it's a new single, but um, myself and Kristen had scheduled a writing session the next morning with another friend of ours from LA. Her name's Christy Huff, another country artist. And so she was coming over to our place and we were not feeling good and we did not want to write any songs that morning. And Kristen was actually <laughs> on the phone with her brother and her brother works in um, advertising. So he comes up with slogans for a bunch of different companies. And so she was on the phone with him talking about the night before and how she didn't feel very good. And we weren't really looking forward to a writing session. And he threw out this line. Oh yeah. Hung over and not hung up on you. And we were like, what? That's Where amazing. Where did this come from? <laughs> and so we just said, okay, got to go, got to hang up, got to go write the song. Okay, thanks, bye. And then we wrote the song. So it kind of it kind of fell out. But, yeah, the circumstances were, were pretty cool, and they, all the stars kind of aligned, <laughs> I guess you could say. Pretty cool that her brother, who writes advertising slogans, came up with that great title, just that, that saying. He invented a saying. He did, and he's very, very <laughs> kind and not wanting to steal any writing credits. He just said he wanted bragging rights, so <laughs> I'm going to give him bragging rights. <laughs> there you go. Bragging <laughs> rights are good. He'll be part of that story every time, and that's, that's something to be proud yeah. of. Yeah, he's a pretty cool guy, <laughs> I must say. Awesome. Well, let's share that great song from you, Mallory Johnson. This is Hungover here on In the Country.
That is my guest, Mallory Johnson, with the A-side to her digital 45. It's called Hungover. And we'll play the B-side in just a bit here. Uh, you can check her out at MalloryJohnsonMusic.com, of course, along with all her social media sites. And you mentioned uh, Sammy Kershaw, the great legendary artist who brought us so many great songs, including Yard Sale and Cadillac Style, and so many great songs I've loved of his over the years. Uh, what was it like meeting Sammy? Oh, Sammy is like, you know, that cool uncle who you just like, he's just a good time. He was, he was just amazing as you think he'd be. And it was, it was an amazing experience to kind of soak in all of his advice and, you know, his stories of being in the industry for all those years and um, getting to meet all of the, the players that he, he has on his albums. And again, it was like, look, we talked about before the songwriting validation, having somebody of that caliber believe in my voice and my music yeah. again it was that validation like oh maybe I'm, I'm on the right path and I should keep fighting for this and yeah it was it was just a, a beautiful experience and I will always treasure that definitely he is one of my favorites listen to him back in the day and still love his voice of course and uh, he mm-hmm. just has something really special uh, in his voice that is uh, just wonderful to listen to that's true. He's and something you can't find very often. You know, it's that it's that real country mm-hmm. voice that just tugs at the heartstrings. He knows how to tell a story. Yeah, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned you know the validation and all those moments, and you and you need those along the way. Any artist does before they make it to whatever level where uh, they just mm-hmm. you know solid things are happening, I guess. But along the way, you need a Sammy Kershaw. You need the uh, honorable mentions in the songwriting competitions. All those moments that keep you going. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, first and foremost, you got to believe in yourself. And I think that's what matters most. But, you know, you, mm-hmm. it's nice to have cheerleaders and people to kind of, you know, help you along that path and put you in the right direction. And, and support is a huge thing. I mean, I wouldn't be able to do what I do without the support of, you know, friends and family. And, you know, my team down in Nashville and the producers that I work with, like Dustin um, Olian, who produced these new songs. And, you know, he's, he believes in me as an artist. He's come to my live shows. He knows what I sound like. He knew what I wanted. So, you know, if you don't have these cheerleaders, I mean, it's it's a lot tougher <laughs> to make it in the business. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, for sure. So believe in yourself, but it's you need those people rooting you on as well. 
Yeah, to have people around you, like you said, your your friends who are fellow artists, and and you can lean on mm-hmm. each other and support each other. I mean, that is invaluable. And Dustin, as a producer, yeah. um, a producer is invaluable as well, of course. And I know that it's very important if they uh, listen to your sound and know your sound instead of and work on that sound instead of trying to push you in a different direction. So obviously, Dustin shared the vision you had for your overall sound. Yeah, I mean, I just adore him as a person and a musician, and he's done some projects for really close friends of mine as well, like it's Twin Kennedy, Callie McCullough, and I love his work. And like I said, like he he knew these songs, he'd heard them live. Um, Drunk Mind, Sober Heart is actually his favorite song of mine, so he was excited to work on that. And it was a very collaborative effort. He wanted to make sure I had the sounds and the vibe that I wanted, um, but he definitely got to incorporate what he wanted as well. And I think the, the overall outcome was, was an awesome one. I think he did a really great job. Have you had a chance, Mallory, while, you're, while you've been living in Nashville to run into any of the musical heroes, you know, artists that you have listened to on the radio and bought their music and all that and a uh, chance to meet them in person? Yeah, of course. I mean, you, you kind of see them around town every now and again. Um, you know, you get. I've gotten a chance to run into Chris Stapleton, which is pretty epic. Um, you know, Mary nice. Morris is in front of me in Starbucks one day, so like you never know who you're going to run into. <laughs> but um, there's a really special show coming up that I bought my parents tickets to, and that's Dolly Parton's 50th anniversary um, performance at the wow. Grand Ole Opry. So I'm, wow. I've never seen her live. My parents have, but my dad's never been to the Opry, so. It's going to be a pretty special night, so I'm really excited to see that one. That is going to be amazing, mm-hmm. the celebration and the music. And it's Dolly, of course, so this is like over the mm-hmm. top good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she, I know she's an influence of yours because you have that sound in your voice uh, oh, that leans you. towards the traditional sound. That's a big compliment. Thank you. No, Dolly is, is a number one for me. Um, I grew up listening to Dolly and I grew up listening to my mom sing a lot of Dolly songs so she's very near and dear to my heart I uh I just love her and I love what she stands for and she's just a beautiful person mm-hmm. as she is a musician and an artist and yeah I just there's nothing not to like but, you know it's she's just amazing and you mentioned your mom, and I've talked to other artists who obviously some are the first in their family to pursue music, and they start mm-hmm. that thing. And in your case, your mom was a singer. Uh, tell me about that influence, and tell me, tell us a little more about your mom's uh, singing. Well, yeah, of course, my mom is, is the one who got me into music. She was the one who hauled me up on stage for the first time when I was three years old. <laughs> and wow. you know, I didn't want to leave the stage Yeah. She's amazing, and she still is amazing, and I bring her up on stage every chance I get because her voice needs to be heard, and actually, we we get this that we sound a lot alike all the time, so when we sing together, sometimes you can't tell who's who, which is really cool, which I really like, Yeah. but but yeah, I keep telling her she needs to go back on tour because she'd be selling shows out like no one's business, like she's amazing, and you know, being around that musical influence obviously was very special, and um, I can't imagine doing anything else, and I know I owe a big part of that to her. That is so special to hear, and mm-hmm. that the um, it's been passed down. Yeah, you know, on stage at three now, were you standing there looking cute, or were you actually singing a song? <laughs> oh, I was singing Barney. I was up there with a microphone okay. in hand, and I was singing um, the Barney theme song. That's what I've been told. That and maybe Old MacDonald had a firm. <laughs> 
<laughs> my two my two party tricks. <laughs> that was yeah, exactly. That was your start in music. Wow. Since the age of three. Yeah. That is incredible. Uh, and then, of course, along the way with the singing, you put songwriting uh, into your set of skills, um, mm-hmm. as is obviously evidenced in these songs and, and all the songs you've done. But take us back to songwriting, Mallory. When did when did that first uh, come into your life, sitting down and making up some music? Yeah, I, I don't really know when the first time I actually sat down to write a song, but I do remember the first song that I did have a part in writing that ended up being on an album, uh, and that's when I was 11. And it was a wow. song called "Moving Away." Yeah, I was super young, mm-hmm. super young, which is which is cool. <laughs> I got a taste of the industry early, so I'm definitely thankful yeah. for that. But but yeah, so it was a song called "Moving Away," and it was a song that I recorded on my family band, The Cormiers. It was our debut album, and yeah, it that album went on to. Go, went on to a few more albums and then touring and, and you know, Music and L nominations and awards and ECMA nominations. So, um, yeah, that's when I got bit by the bug and I was like, yep, I'm going to be a songwriter too. I'm not just going to be a singer. I want to be a songwriter. It is so exciting when you write songs, the moment of um, when you start, obviously, a blank page and, a, and an empty cassette or whatever you're recording it on. But mm-hmm. then what you're cre- creating in that time, it's always exciting because you don't know what's going to happen. Take us to a typical songwriting session and maybe a co-writing session. What, what do you prepare when you go in, especially if they're writers you haven't written with before? Do you, do you have a certain uh, way to approach a co-writing session? Yeah, I think any kind of preparation is is necessary if you want it to run smooth, whether you walk in with a couple title ideas or like hook ideas or some melody ideas on your phone, on your voice memo app, um, or even like a concept or um, or be be willing to be vulnerable in a songwriting session and talk about what's going on in your life or, or be able to like be a good listener as well to listen to what's going on with your co-writer because um, no writing session is the same uh, sometimes you lead with lyrics sometimes you lead with emotions sometimes you lead with melodies or sometimes you get nothing at all so it's, it's definitely different <laughs> yeah. yeah it's different from session to session um, but I definitely I like to be a little bit prepared going in or at least have ideas to throw in the ring or throw on the table mm-hmm. um, because sometimes you know if if the other person doesn't come prepared then it's kind of like, now what do we do? You kind of need to make up something on the spot or kind of go off of nothing. So um, I definitely like right. to have a, something in my back pocket to to take out. So Makes sense. Uh, we've got more mm-hmm. to talk about, but let's turn to the B side of the Digital 45 that is available now um, everywhere on all music platforms. You can also check out Mallory at Mallory Johnson Music. Dot com. And this one has that great title we talked about before that uh, I think it was Tennille, you said, who used the expression, drunk mind speaks a sober heart. And that at one yeah. in the morning started this songwriting session. Yeah, it's it's a special one and it's a heartbreaking one. And I think we're all guilty of, of what this song talks about. So I'm really excited for everyone to hear it. This is Drunk Mind, Sober Heart on In the Country. Talking circles, reminiscing like nothing ended, didn't leave a scar. 
And that is a great new song from Mallory Johnson, Drunk Mind, Sober Heart. Even the title itself is great. It just conjures up just a great image. And that song lives up to that. It's the B-side of the Digital 45. And I think the title of that, the 45, has a name, Double Shot. Yeah. And uh, we went with that because, I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory in a way. Both the songs yeah, have alcohol in the title. Yep. <laughs> and you're getting <laughs> two songs instead of one. So we just wanted to to kind of wrap it in a pretty bow, so we called it Double Shot. Yeah, it's perfect. I mean, the yeah, whole thing, the you. Digital 45 and the name and the two songs, uh, yeah, it's all, you know, as, we, as I said before, and, and you mentioned as well, of course, marketing uh, mm-hmm. is certainly you have to have a great song and great stuff behind it and talent, but marketing is so important these days. Yeah, I mean, you've got to have good-looking content or people just aren't going to pay attention. You know, it's kind of like yeah. the whole judging a book by its cover. People do judge books by their cover, unfortunately, so the covers need to look good. So that's uh, exactly. I definitely think that's, that's important. So, um, yeah, we've been having a lot of fun with it. Uh, my brother helps me a lot as well with all of that. And uh, he, we just shot two big music videos while I was home in Newfoundland over the summer. So these songs will be followed up by videos, which I'm really excited about. Oh, 
That is awesome. I can't wait to see those. Any mm-hmm. any um, expected date for, for the first one to come out? Um, it will be the fall. We're, we got some okay. pitching to do for some releases and, and so on, so I don't have an exact date, but it, they definitely will right. be released before Christmas. Uh, when people head to Nashville, whether it's a singer-songwriter or someone who just wants to do the tourist thing and head down there for a bit, what, what are some of the highlights, uh, places they've got to see uh, if they've never been to Nashville? Of course, well, I mean, the Time Jumpers is my number one. Um, they're just amazing, and Vince Gill plays with them a lot. Whenever he's in town, he's there. So that's a number one attraction for me. Um, of course, the Grand Ole Opry and the Hall of Fame and the Ryman Auditorium, they're all must-sees. Um, food's really good. Got to have some barbecue while you're here, some hot chicken. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and of course, Robert's Western World on Broadway when the Don Kelly Band is playing, they're pretty mind-blowing as well. You can't really, you can't really go wrong. Like When you're here in town, you're going to see, see some great live music wherever you are. And what is on your list of um, things, a dream list, things you want to accomplish, Mallory? Uh, let's say as we head into 2020, it's almost around the corner. We don't want it to come too quickly, so we want to enjoy the rest of this mm-hmm. year. But over the next year, uh, what, uh, what are some of the things you would like to see and want to see happen with your music career? Well, I would love to release some more music. I mean, I hope people like this. It's a kind of a newer sound, Um than what I've released before. It's a little bit different. Um, I hope to release some more. Um, well, there will be some more released. I've already c- recorded some stuff, so we'll definitely let you know when that's going to drop. But, um, awesome. yeah, I'm hoping to, re- to release some more music. I mean, the ultimate goal at the end of the day is the Grand Ole Opry, but I can't see that happening in a year. But we can put that in the universe. <laughs> definitely. Put that out there. That would be a great moment. Uh, to mm-hmm. head towards, and I don't doubt that it's going to mm-hmm. happen to you at some point. Uh, so exciting, and Mallory, thank you so much for coming on the show to share these songs. I was so happy when you sent them to me to listen to, and mm-hmm. they're both wonderful songs, and I know our, our listeners have enjoyed them. And again, I'll encourage them to uh, download them, stream them, um, and call their local country station and say they want to hear these songs on the radio. Thank you so much, Dave. I really appreciate you taking the time to to chat and play these songs. It really means a lot. Absolutely. It has been my pleasure. Once again, my guest has been Mallory Johnson. Check her out online at MalloryJohnsonMusic.com and find her on social media. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.